Welcome to the Game Rage Music Show. Once again, this is Game Rage Music, also known as the Good Ass Music Podcast, <laughs> also known as All Gas No Trash Unofficial, <laughs> um, episode number 14. And if you listen to the last episode, you know that these next two that were upcoming are going to be album reviews or listen-alongs or whatever the fuck we're calling Playthroughs, yeah, uh, yeah. Re- a reaction, uh, a blind listen, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you want to call it. Rage in a cage. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Penis, uh, penis, in, your, <laughs> penis in your anus. <laughs> um, as always, I'm Josh, and I'm here with my uh, wonderful co-host, uh, Adam. Howdy. And so today, we're going to be uh, talking about the album Jardine uh, by Munya. I'm actually kind of curious how to pronounce that, because I don't know French. Well, I mean, fuck, my last name's French, but I don't speak it. I'm American, so I don't... I'm, I'm American. <laughs> I'm American. Yeah. Maybe it's Yardin. No, that's that's fucking like a Spanish Sky. accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's wrong. Jardin is that... That's how you say it Jardin. Jardin. That's, that's J, The J is the H sound, yeah, but yeah. I don't, French, who the fuck knows? Jardin. That's what it looks like. It's, it's, it's J-A-R-D-I-N. Yeah, so... So before we get even into the listening to this, so why don't you tell me about... A, what what the hell's a munya? What the hell's a munya? <laughs> and 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 B, where's this at on the discography of of this artist? Is uh, it you know? all right? So my first encounter with Munya's music okay. was through. We're, we're gonna do the whole lore. Uh, Fuck yeah, let's hear it. So the way that I found her music was on Spotify. Uh, I think I just randomly came across one of her songs. It was probably mm. Benjamin. I believe it was Benjamin. This. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it was that song. Uh, really enjoyed it. Had this cool vibe to it. The bass line is really great in that song. And uh, I think the reason I was really drawn to it was because it obviously sounded like she recorded this song in her bedroom. And that's why there's this thing called bedroom pop. Because people, because of the accessibility of equipment to artists now where they yeah. can just record from home and do things in their bedroom. Right, right. Um it had it had that sound, but it, okay. it was her voice. It's it's very uh, how would I describe it? it it's mellow. It's it just easygoing. It it makes you feel warm inside. Yeah, yeah, um, okay. But it's also the dynamic of singing in French and uh, English, inter, you know, interchangeably between the songs. So that was what kind of drew me in. And I've been following her ever since. It, it might have been 20... Did I say 2017? I think it might have been 2018. I, I'm kind of okay. hazy on when, when it initially sure. started. But okay. then, you know, shortly afterwards, uh, I think I found Kainalu at some point. And, you know, it was kind of cool to see two artists that had nothing to do with each other eventually yeah. cross cross paths with one another on a song that they made called You Never Let Go. Um, and, of course, it took Munya some time to release an actual album which i believe was in 2021 and it was for an album called voyage to mars um i have vague memories of it 
I don't know that I loved it all that much. I thought it was just all right. I, okay. I kind of have a preference for her earlier stuff because it was kind of quirky. It was like her writing about aliens, <laughs> like being abducted <laughs> by aliens and oh, love songs. Because yeah. she has this whole fascination about space because whatever part of whatever part of Canada she's from, uh-huh. uh, it's some secluded area in French Canada, which is Quebec, right? Yeah. Um, that allows for her to see the stars above and she's fascinated with NASA and, you know, yeah, space yeah. in general and SpaceX with Elon mm-hmm. Musk and stuff. She, I think she actually dedicated a song to the, uh, I think Boca Chica is like one of the launch sites for SpaceX. Oh, and okay. she wrote a song about that and traveling through space mm. and shit. But this album is her second album. And if you are familiar with Munya, you know that Kaina Lu is uh, something of a longtime collaborator, <laughs> collaborator uh, between the two. And uh, for Kaina Lu's. Uh, second album, mm-hmm. Munya was featured on a song called <clears throat> "Shit." I forgot the name. I think it was like Inhibitions slash Intuitions. I think, or mm-hmm. maybe it's other vice versa. But they've been featuring each other on each other's albums, and it was at the show that I went to with Kinda Lou making his first LA appearance. Yeah, that yeah. I interviewed him, and I, I uh, we were talking about his collaborations with Munya and their relationship and stuff. That I learned that. Uh, on this album, he produced the entire thing, and the team that he is working, or rather, the team that Munya is working with, uh, is also are people that uh, Trent has worked with in the past as well. The, oh, okay. The mixer and master named Adam Tyne, uh, mix and mastered her album, so it's a little, it's a bit of a family affair between all the yeah, yeah. Uh, people involved, and I, I believe. The drummer of Kaina Lu is also featured on a few tracks to, to play the drums and such. Oh, okay. So it was a nice little familial effort between everybody that Kaina Lu knew. And, yeah. Uh, you know, it was just kind of cool to see that. So it's been a, it's been a hot minute <coughs> building to this moment, and I'm, I'm glad it's finally here. And um, my speculation on the meaning of the album is that uh, Garden, which is the title of the uh, album, is... I'm I'm almost I'm looking at this as an introspective thing where uh Voyage to Mars was about exploration in space. This one might be an introspection album, like okay. her looking within herself and yeah. examining uh the garden being right. herself yeah, and yeah. stuff and, and these songs are kind of like a slice of her each song will be a slice of her. I, I guess that's true for every artist, but this this is what I believe to be why the album is named this and what the songs will will paint the picture for us um and i don't know if i have anything else to add. do you no so okay so how many uh, like what what number is this on her like discography number two this is the second so this second is album. this is following okay. her debut album which is voyage to mars okay and then uh, what what does she look like in terms of following on stuff? Month, monthly listeners uh i think somewhere around three hundred thousand uh on spotify Less than 10k, probably around 7,000 followers on Instagram at the moment. I don't know how she's doing on TikTok or anything like that. So, and then uh, is she associated with any kind of uh, label or yeah, Luminal Luminal uh, Recordings or Luminal Records, which has another artist that we we talked about in the past with Magdalena Bay. Magdalena Bay is probably their largest artist, and uh, I don't know who else follows that. 
afterwards after that but uh i i enjoy that record label for these two artists at the moment um so it is cool that we get to talk about luminel records um uh, with these two artists and yeah uh, munya being the one featured on are this they episode. Uh, are they out of canada or something is that where they're based i don't out know or? i honestly don't know where they're based out of but right. uh yeah so again this is their second album uh, and it's part of Luminel Records, which features artists like uh, Magdalena Bay, another great group that we've talked about in the past. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I think she's also highlighted um, this gentleman named Giorgio Marauder, uh, somebody that was a pioneer for a lot of music. I can't remember all the genres, but I think he... Uh, was one of the people that inspired like house music, uh, disco, uh, a lot, a lot of different things. And she has definitely highlighted him as, uh, one of the people as the inspiration Daft Punk as well. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, there's probably a few other people, but that's what I remember off the top of my head from interviews and such. So anyways, I could talk on for like, you know, extended yeah, period yeah. of time well, so let's get well let's get yeah cooking. let's let's get let's get cooking and then you can you know put your perspective in as we're you know listening to each song so all right so this is gonna be the typical way we always do this where we'll pause the recording and then you will can pause on your end and then you can listen to it and then we're gonna immediately be right back with with our comments after we pause it so we're gonna start with the first song off of jardine by Munya, and it's gonna be called hello hi so this is Hello High by Munya. All right, so that was uh, track one, Hello High, off of Jardine by Munya. So what would you think about that? Uh, I enjoyed it. It's very light and airy. It's got a little bit of a, I don't know how she does it, but there's some kind of like spacey quality yeah, to man, it. Yeah, it's, man, it's ethereal. That's, that's what I got from that. It's like yeah. this ethereal feel to it. That As far as like <coughs> imagery that comes to mind, Mm-hmm. It does feel like a warm greeting. I, I don't know why I think of this movie called The Secret Garden, mm-hmm. where the again the garden is you being welcomed to Munya's world. Yeah, each of these songs is maybe like a flower, and she's tending to each of these, and maybe she's tending to herself <clears throat> through these songs. I, I <laughs> yeah, that's that's the feeling that I get is that uh, you're being kind of greeted uh, by Munya herself through the gates and you're walking and you're just kind of like, oh, shit, this is it's kind of dope. There's flowers and there's, there's uh, greens and everything. This is this is pretty fucking red. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of like what there's no there's no lyrical death at the moment. It's just kind of like a superficial thing. It's like, yeah. hey, how are you doing? Like, it's like an glad. Intru- glad Glad, yeah, to glad, see you. glad you're here. Yeah. You know, how you been? You know, that it's kind of like, uh, hey, hey, old friend. Yeah. Thanks for coming back, basically. Yeah. Um, I kind of got that same similar vibe of like, oh, you're at the front, this front gate of like this garden. And then with kind of like that ethereal type music with her, the way her voice is, I feel like as soon as you walk in the gate, she just disappears into like pixelation. <laughs> and then like everything starts turning into interesting colors. And then you just hear her voice like played just it's like uh it's like a non what is that called when there's no like there's no body but it's a distant or it's a disembodied voice it's just like saying hello hey how are you thanks thanks yeah. for coming you know yeah so that was good i like that i enjoyed it it's, it's a nice little opener i guess you know set right. the tone for this thing all right so we're gonna go to song number two which is called 
Nuit Blanche Blanche. Nuit Blanche. Nuit Blanche, which is this song is completely in French. So let's look it up real quick. We're going to be fucked. Um, Let's look it up because uh, I gotta look out what. Yeah, because I don't know what the fuck that means uh, in English. Because <laughs> we're fucking idiots. Yeah, I I wish I wish on these uh, lyric things they would have had it in English. But let me maybe I can do Nuit 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 Blanche English. Uh, let's see. It's 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 a sleepless night. That's that's what that means. A sleepless night. Okay. I also um, there's also. On Wikipedia itself, it says Nuit Blanche is oh, a night? is an annual all night or nighttime arts festival or of a city. So oh yeah, yeah, it's like a festival kind of art. That's interesting. Now, okay, so I was playing. Okay, so y'all know I'm a, a hardcore Street Fighter fan, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. So they, they made this French character, and her stage is like a nighttime festival so oh, man. i'm like that's I didn't, fucking I didn't, interesting i didn't know nuit blanche like meant that and i didn't know if there was a you know i didn't even know there was a name for it but just kind of a weird happenstance thing but yeah uh, that is that's kind of cool all right so this is so it's nighttime or maybe yeah. it, we'll, we'll see we'll see what the lyrics we'll entail. see we'll see what they say yeah we'll see what the translation is uh and go from there all right so this is going to be nuit blanche by Munya. all right so that was Nuit Blanche by Munya. What would uh, you, you have on that one? Uh, I wasn't... <coughs> I know this is kind of surprising, but I almost wasn't expecting that track. Like, that type of beat where it just... Um, it sounds like a drum pad, like the... Oh, yeah, yeah. Like that really soft right, uh, yeah, yeah. beat or whatever. Um, I love the bass. The vocals are great. I... I there's like this sensual quality in oh, her, yeah. like in her voice um, that I just there's like a lot of uh, love in it. Or, yeah, I don't know how to describe it, but and what's funny is, is, is this song is basically about how she's fuck. This is like a ex lover that just she's pissed off and trying to forget about. Basically, is like what the but but yet it's still so like you said it's like it's like this weird sensuality to it when it's. It's like you probably shouldn't be singing. Like it's like you're 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 having these fond memories, but then it's like you're also trying to say fucking forget it. I don't want to. I don't want to hear this shit. Like I don't want to remember this because you know she was talking about like the one line that she said. Because again, this was obviously in French, so we had to translate it. But um, that oh, love for two, it's always better when it's cold. It's dangerous, right? And it was. It's kind of like interesting to see. Oh well, like if you when it's cold out it's like the two of you keeping each other warm so then like it's dangerous because like if you decide to go your separate ways well now you're fucking that warmth is gone so now you're just out or even or even that uh you you know the hedgehog's dilemma no i don't know what that is that if two hedgehogs were actually to get close to each other that they would harm oh because because they fucking have spikes and shit and it's supposed to be um uh, like an allegory for uh the relationship between two people is that in, uh, inevitably, when you get that close to somebody, that you You're gonna will, hurt, yeah. you, you will eventually hurt each other. So true, yeah. Interesting. That is, yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting. But um, yeah, I love Munya's vocals on this track, and the I believe the guitar effect I think is called flanger, like the jing, oh, the flank, the flangy thing, like that. The yeah, like that yeah. weird. Uh, jangliness to the guitar yeah 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 i enjoyed this song um i don't think it's going to be my favorite off the album i can already tell but i did i did enjoy it 
I feel it's too soon to tell actually because <laughs> yeah. um, that was just the second it, song in, yeah, right? It, it, it was enjoyable. Yeah, enjoyable. It was enjoyable. I mean, it's a great op- one of the great opening tracks uh, of this album. I don't want to give it a number yet. Well, we're going to see how like the yeah, rest of the album. Let's see where it goes. I mean, you know, there, but I don't. I don't think it's going to be in the top one or rather the top three songs for myself like i could tell but i did enjoy it nonetheless yeah right right, okay all right so we'll go with uh the third track which uh this one's let's see it was called nelly yeah nelly uh this one's long this one this is i think this is the longest one i hear it's four minutes okay so here we go this is nelly by munya all right that was nelly by munya you know that was a very, that was like a very upbeat, like positive, positive vibes kind of fucking song. And I don't know, I, again, I don't know if it's because she's singing in French, but it just, you know, it just kind of hits a little different than English if singing it in English. And reading the translation of the words, and, and again, this is where this is, yeah. it's difficult because I'm sure some of the shit gets lost in translation. Because right now, these first two songs, I kind of get it. Like, I kind of get, like, the lyrics behind I kind of get where she's kind of going with this. But I don't know if I fully get it yet. So the next song is in English. So, I mean, we'll see what, how that turns out. But I kind of, like, I kind I kind of see where this is going. And uh, I don't know. We'll see. But that, but otherwise, uh, lyrically, it sounded great. Like, the, the French sounds fucking great with this type of music engineered behind it like the the actual you know instrumentate in instrumentals that they fucking did a great job with like pairing that to her voice um it it makes sense like the at least for this song the acoustic guitar is not overwhelming her vocals yeah ow the the acoustic guitar is like on the softer side like if her vocals are on the foreground then the guitar is just behind it. Right. Yeah. And that's, and I do, I do appreciate that about this so far is that the vocals have been the high, that's like the, that's the, the reason you're here is the, the vocals, the mm. other stuff, the instrumentals are complementary to the vocals. And I think they did a good job of blending that so that you're not getting overwhelmed. But even mel- like the melodies are good. Like, right. I, yeah. You can still hear it all. Yeah. Like that's the, it's, it's so distinct in and of itself that you can still hear everything, but the, the music doesn't drown out the vocals and the vocals aren't drowning out the instrumentals or whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, the song <clears throat> itself is, looks like it's mostly about romance and, yeah. and love and longing for somebody, uh, I don't, you know, I can't. I don't know if I don't know enough about per- Munya's personal life if this is uh, based on something. Yeah, yeah. based on her own like personal experience. experience. But if she's just coming up with those scenarios herself. But anyways, the song enjoyable. Uh, loving Munya's vocals again. Th- this song kind of reminded me, and you know, this is just speculation on my part, but. I'm inclined to believe that this might be a song that uh, Trent or Kainalu had a little bit of a heavy hand in in um, in uh, 
the creative process for this song because uh-huh. there's one song on Ginseng Hourglass, which is uh, kind of Lou's second album called Turned Around, uh-huh. that it almost kind of starts off in the same fashion when like this acoustic guitar and mm. there, there's something in there that kind of reminds me and it, it feels like this might be him with his guiding hand like hey this this is where you can go with the song like yeah you, yeah so that's just me speculating but um and also in terms of the landscape of the overall album yeah this one felt i i i don't know if i sound crazy but this one feels grounded like it feels earthly because yeah, of like okay. the, the the acoustic guitar and um I think it's probably rooted in the acoustic guitar that I think, you know, her music in general felt like it always has like this spacey, you know, quality to it. And yeah. this one, this one felt like grounded or earthly. I don't, I don't, I don't know what other words to put to that, but. Uh, no, I think that describes it accurately. So, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed that song. Yeah, I did too. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't dislike it. You know, it was, it was pretty good. So, all right. So that was, uh, that one. Now it's track number four. <laughs> Bizarre Love Triangle. Okay, so this is a cover from New Order, I think. Yeah, this is a cover. So this is not an original oh, song. Okay, this, all is, right. this is a cover of Bizarre Love Triangle. Um, let me make sure if that's New Order. Interesting to throw a cover in. She she has like, been doing that. Like, but like, I yeah. mean, yeah, obviously it's she didn't start off with it, but you know you're. How many songs are on here? There's is there ten? Yeah, it is New York New Order. New Order. So yeah, I mean there's well, there's eleven songs and you're you know, a quarter of the way in basically and you're throwing a cover. So interesting interesting choice. Mm-hmm. But uh let's see how that let's see how this one sounds. Alright, so this is gonna be Bizarre Love Triangle by Munya. Alright, that was Bizarre Love Triangle by Munya. Would you uh what'd or you think about that? Rather rather by New well, Order and her. This doing is her a cover, cover. Yeah. yeah, there you go. All right. All right, I, I'm going to start with the bad. All right. That first 30 seconds of the intro with, like, yeah. the harsh, like, uh, drum pad beats. Yeah. And I, that might not be the case. Maybe it's not actually, but obviously it's percussion. Yeah. I did not like that first 30 <clears throat> seconds. It felt jarring, mm-hmm. and it felt disjointed, like, the that portion of it. Yeah. And then when you actually get to the meat and potatoes of the song, like, the chorus, the chorus is great. Um, or the rather the style that they did it in. Yeah. Um, I think the baseline was probably the most prominent thing that I really enjoyed of the song, but uh, that first that first thirty seconds kind of I didn't really enjoy, but it was an admirable admirable effort uh, to do a cover. Um, I don't know if this is my personal favorite song off of this album. Um, it's probably going to be the lowest oh, yeah? thing. It, it's not because I, uh, I hate covers, but it's just hard. No, I think that's part of it. I think that's, I think <laughs> subconsciously you hate covers. That's what, but okay. So he, when it comes to covers, it's hard to raise the bar or exceed what somebody already did because right, the yeah. first thing was already great by itself. And now you're trying to, take that and elevate it in some different way. And I think this effort was good, but again, the first 30 seconds kind of doesn't put you in a good place. So, yeah. So I, I don't, I've never heard the original version of this, so uh, I don't fucking, I don't know what it sounds like. So this is my first, obviously introduction to that. Now with that being said, I actually like the song 
overall, like so far, this is my favorite one. Really? On this, so far of what we listened to. Now, the placement of it was not fucking optimal because, as you said, you're it's very about jarring. The, you're talking about the song in the tracks in the track yeah. list. Yeah, it's very jarring. It's it's almost. I don't want to say it's opposite, but it it is close. It's it's inverse of the previous things we just heard. I, I felt. Yeah, I. I definitely felt the same way this felt this felt like out of place yes from yeah. the, the previous three tracks that we've heard right um because it did feel like these things were building upon each other to something yeah. and then you get to this now tonally i don't know if this is maybe that's the the intent is tonally now that it's going to change uh those two okay those two previous were the kind of they were sensual kind of pining longing type songs now this one to me was this was overtly sexual in, in nature in terms of the way that she was kind of singing the lyrics so maybe tonally it's going to change i don't know maybe we'll see what the next song what's going to go but like i said it was very jarring in the sense that it was definitely completely like very tonally different from the previous two so i didn't like the but so far yeah that's this one's my, my favorite song interesting so far. okay i'm so, actually kind of surprised by that interest yes interesting interesting how this works <laughs> yeah and also for the lyrics there's nothing really to interpret the, the right, lyrics no, are very yeah. straightforward and yes it, it, it's a cover so there, yeah there, there you go yeah right exactly all right so the next one's called sweetie and uh yeah sweetie by munya this is the next one here we go all right, that was Sweetie by Manya. So, I, I, I said that they have definitely tonally changed now. Uh, it went from the first two were very pining, like I said, kind of like longing type songs. Uh, then you went to the Love Triangle cover, Bizarre Love, which was, to me, overtly sexual in nature. And now this is, this one has now is the more, this is the innocent, like, oh, you'll always love me, yeah, you know, the, uh, uh, I'm the only girl for you type deal, you what, know. What do they call that? The honeymoon period? Yes, that's what this is definitely, that sounds like for sure this is the honeymoon period version of this, of, of a song. So we've gone from like a breakup, a previous relationship to now I'm, I still want this relationship to... Oh, now there's, now there's, this is, this is like, now we're fucking, like, that's what the fourth song was, that Bizarre Love Triangle was like, we're fucking now, and now this is like, oh, you know, I'm just so innocent, and you know, that kind of a... I'm just thinking about you. Yeah. What are you, what are you doing? Yeah. (laughs) What's your your name? What's your sign? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I I think that's going to be, that might be, end up being a clip. What are you you doing? What what are you doing? When a girl texts you. Yeah. uh, What are you thinking? What are you thinking about? Yeah. 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 Or even just, you know, when you're at work and you're just in the the honeymoon phase. Oh, yeah. Hey, I love you. Oh, my God. I love you. Yeah. I was just thinking about you. Oh, Oh, my my God. God. You know. (laughs) Um, Okay. So one thing I could say about all the songs so far is I I know it's my boy Trent fucking laying down the bass, dude. Yeah. I think the bass lines for all the, uh, all the songs have been great. I really liked it for this one. Um, I think the strongest part of the song uh, for me was the chorus. I, I, I don't know if it's the way it's sung. Um, that really is, that had me drawn to it, but there's also this other element that was introduced to this song that's exclusive to this song and not the other ones. There, there's like a xylophone or a vibraphone oh, yeah, like yeah. that kind of makes it, uh, you know, it distinguishes it bing, from the, bing, bing, 
bing, it, it, bing, like that kind of yeah, yeah and it, it, it makes it playful like yeah. it almost yes. makes it childish it's it it, the innocence it, 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 yeah. it plays to that innocence yeah. part of the song this is the innocent it's like she's standing there with her hands behind her back like kind of just doing that thing with the shoulders yeah you know, like, yeah the little ah. shimmy yes yeah exactly that's that's that that plays into that very well yeah so i think that's cool when artists can <clears throat> use sound to create that imagery i don't know how the fuck you guys do that because i feel like it's sorcery <laughs> yeah it, it well it is yeah. it, it is sorcery it's fucking it's it's straight black magic like yeah, there's no it's, fucking it's other witchcraft. yeah there's no other explanation for it in my opinion um <clears throat> i i enjoyed that track i'm trying to think of where i would i'm like i'm internally <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> excuse me sorry about that uh, I'm I'm starting to rank the songs um, mm-hmm. internally right now. Uh, I don't know where this one falls yet, but it's I think it's starting to it's somewhere in the middle right now. Yeah, yeah that that one that one's probably a solid middle for me uh, where we're at right now. So all right, so let's see what the next one goes. We got this one. Next one's called Coco, and it's 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 not Coco like hot Coco. All right, it's K O K O. All right, that's I. You know what what I, I was thinking. Um, so she released this song as a single. Coco. Just, just no, the the previous one. Oh, okay. Sweetie. And uh, my impression was I thought it was about her dog because she put such an emphasis on the dog being in the music video that uh-huh. it was like written either from the perspective of the owner or her rather yeah. uh, like seeing how much she loves playing with her dog and shit. What, what if, uh, what if she's like providing a social commentary saying that men are dogs and like, that's, you know, yeah, I, I don't know about that, but sure. Let's throw it out there for the sake of this episode I mean, because yeah, I'm just curious. Why would you fun. put the dog yeah. in the, in the music video then? Yeah. Like that's the, you got it. That's what you got. It's mean. a grill. I think it's a grill. Oh yeah. It's a girl. Well, uh, yeah, so <laughs> I was under the impression maybe she was writing the song about the dog, either from the dog's perspective or being the owner, that she's like, oh, I love this fucking dog, and yeah. it's my puppy. and uh, But it turns out it's about love. Yeah. Who, who would have known? <laughs> yeah. Uh, for the most part, this album is pretty <clears throat> straightforward. It's a lot, yeah. of, lot of romantic songs. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, this is a, like, pop like kind of album ish type deal, so that that makes sense. It's it's it tracks, you know. Yeah, and uh, listening to this and then comparing it to like Genesis Uwusu, where we were just trying oh, to like, there's no we were, fucking. We were like trying to, oh my god, what is this guy fucking saying? Like, what what, what does this mean? Well, yeah. I I feel like that these are just they're two different things. It's apples and oranges. Yes, yeah, Genesis Uwusu was fucking telling a fucking story through spoken word and instrumentals all right that's that's what he was he was painting a fucking picture and there was so much imagery and like hidden fucking meaning behind that yeah i think this is pretty much face value this is what yes this is what you see is what you get with this yeah and there's nothing wrong with that no i'm actually uh, because if we did albums where we were dissecting everything I, i don't I don't know how that would work. I mean, it'd be great for us because it's yeah. you know great content or whatever. But if we did that every fucking episode. Fuck. I mean, maybe we, this is sometimes this is, it's nice to get something a little light. This is light. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's what I was about to say. This is like a little nice light. Fucking. It's not. He- it's not on the heavy side, right? You know, this is this is fucking perfect. So we're which I'm sure. Well, we'll talk about that later. But anyways, uh, all right. So let's do uh, Coco. Right. That's what I said. We're on. Yeah, Coco okay. by. Uh, so the, it being written like that, it makes me question two things. One, is it a name? And two, in Japanese, Coco means here. So we'll well, see, we'll see what the lyrics mean. And, and oh, so you think that this could be a Kainalu fucking 
fingerprinted song. Possibly. If that's, what, if that's what they're... Because Trent is Japanese right, himself yeah. slash Hawaiian. Right. But um, maybe. I mean, we'll see. Because <laughs> right, uh, just yeah. it being written like that, I'm, I'm starting to question it. Like, mm. maybe, maybe mm. this is a... Mm. He had his hands all over the fucking album, but like, there's songs where I feel that there was, you know, he had a little bit more of a... More so, of an influence. Do, so, it, and, and maybe I'm just ignorant about how this works, but d- did he assist with the helper produce the lyrics and writing the songs or was this just he was helping with the putting together the instrumentals both okay so then i think he i think it's the overall creative process of the the music itself like oh what do you think about these lyrics oh i don't know about this or oh let's change this let's change that let's make the melody on this bass line right stuff like that so i think he does both sides so okay all right all right that makes sense all right all right here we go coco bye manya all right, so that was that was Coco by Munya. Now, I want to preface this, okay? Oh God, here we go. <laughs> I don't, I don't like the sound of this. Well, this, it's not. I'm not. This is not an indictment against women or females because I, I, I'm married to one and I'm, I'm a father of one, okay? But this album is, this is like the female psyche, right? All in, like their schizophrenia and like the way their weird mind works. This is perfectly exactly set up how it is. Okay, you go from this, oh, hello, hey, how are you? To, oh, I'm just so pining over my last boyfriend and like, and then the next song, oh God, I just want a new boyfriend so bad. To the next song of, oh, I kind of met this guy, but I'm like this weird, he kind of maybe likes this other girl, I don't know, to now five okay sweetie with being oh we're in that we're in a relationship we're in this super sweet honeymoon phase to this song which is literally oh my god he hates me um i just i'm so obsessed with you i just want to be there all the way to the end like you know uh oh my god how do i make you happy like why aren't you listening to me but like it's it's super fucking it's like the relationship scale like is playing out in this song of how things go (laughs) and it's just it's funny and i don't know if that was on purpose or not i don't really know if that was intentional but it's very clear that this is like this is the way that relationships progress from the female perspective i think is kind of how i'm seeing it where like i said it goes from at least with just the last two songs let's just just do it there it's like oh man honeymoon phase innocent lovey-dovey to oh why am I not making you happy? Why do you hate me? Like, that's literally what I felt this song was. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, but this is kind of what I got, the vibe I got of it. Now, again, the song was good. I'm not saying the song was bad. I'm just saying this was the, you can see the... uh, I I thought... Or you you still got more? No, no, go ahead. I I just, I was just saying, I was just going to repeat myself, but yeah, go ahead. It looked like they broke up. Yeah, or or like, but she's like, oh, how do I make you happy? Like, oh my God, like, Dude. and then at the end, she's like, oh, I want to be with you till the end. I want to marry, basically like, oh, I want to get married. Like, you know, fucking come back. Like, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Dude, <laughs> I honestly felt like we got rug pulled. Because yeah. we went from that. Right, yeah. We went from the previous song where everything's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened in the middle? Like, what happened to this? Well, yeah, what, what the fuck? Like, this is like a weird sandwich. It's like you got one piece of bread that was, you know, everything's fucking rosy. Yeah. And you got this other piece. It's like... It's moldy. Yeah. It's, <laughs> everything's awry. Like, yeah. it, uh, and there's no fucking meat in the middle. Like, where, where's the where's the middle ground? Yeah, that's true. We didn't... We, 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 missed, we missed the middle of the relationship where we went from honeymoon phase to... 
soured. Like this, like like uh, the the thing I was gonna say was that this is like they're like an argument they're they're had. They had an argument and now they're like oh Sorry to question shit. Yes, or it, or it might be over. Right, could be. It, it seems that way. But then she's at the end. She's just like oh I just I I want to be with you forever. Like basically, is I mean she says I want to be with you till the finish or something like that. Like is the line, but. To me, it's like, oh, yeah, like, this is like, no, baby, come back. I want to be with you forever. Come on. Like, you know, I love you. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, so clearly something happened in the middle here. Yeah. Um, I have to say this one. I think ranks in the upper portion of the album so far, like melodically. Yeah. Uh, it's hard for me to pinpoint where I think this falls, but um I'm trying to think of what it reminds me of. Cause there's like a, there's this Motown or like soul mm-hmm. soulness to it. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of surprising. Uh, it, it's, it's really in the first like 30 seconds that it gave me that impression. Uh, again, the baseline's great. Um, the vocals there's, I think something in the last couple, uh, the last couple songs is where you hear, Munya's vocals and then there's like a her voice uh is like doubled up on so it's like okay, she's yeah, like yeah. her own backing chorus right yeah uh and it <clears throat> it just adds like a mo- little bit more depth to uh the vocals i guess you could say like a fullness like it, it feels yeah. like it's uh, it's got more depth i guess it, yeah and uh, i don't know i've just been enjoying that the last couple songs where that's where that's featured but yeah, I don't know. I, I really, I thought this, for me, this is one of the better tracks of the album. And I almost want to say this song feels probably like one of the songs that maybe Kainalu had a, a major hand in because uh, there, there's this artist named uh, Ginger Root. Mm-hmm. And it almost sounds akin to something that Ginger Root would make. And I, I, I see on social media that uh, Ginger Root and Kaina Loof like follow one each other, and they, they yeah, there is like a familiarity in in terms of genres between the two, and it feels like it's coming out on here. Mm. Uh, I mean, they're all different artists, and they're their own, their own, they're their own artists respectively. But between Ginger Root, Munya, and Kaina Loof, there's like there's little overlapping layers, layers, and uh, yeah, and uh, it, it feels like this song has like that ginger rootness to it oh, okay, and, okay. and maybe kind of Lou was maybe taking a little bit of inspiration from him yeah yeah that, that, that makes sense I, I know that kind of like falls on deaf ears to you yeah i have you, no idea what you're talking about but yeah, i mean but, I, I i've never heard ginger ginger root yeah so but i've heard kind of Lou. yeah and i've obviously i've heard this so yeah um i mean it makes sense that yeah if they are all kind of intermingled working together ish i mean they're not working together but just just the nature of their music like the spectrum of sounds that they create yeah they're all kind of in that same world S- similar similar sound i guess yeah and i um maybe, maybe we'll take like a split second out you know off the recording yeah, yeah. just so i can show you like the what ginger root sounds like so you can kind of get an impression but yeah, yeah, um yeah. yeah i do think this song is probably one of the stronger tracks and uh yeah uh it was not at all what i thought it was with coco <laughs> yeah that was not even close yeah not it's even right. not, not even close but uh I, I guess it was referring to coco the maybe coco the plant like the 
cocoa plant because he was talking about cocoa palm trees or something like that. Or yeah, what was it? Something about palm trees. I think about showing the palm trees and some, some shit. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I have anything else to add. For that. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, that, that, that we we covered it pretty well. All right, so the next song is uh, well, it's it's called it's called Caramel or. Uh, caramel, if you uh, say it that way, and then there's some shit after it in French. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher it. Mon Moncour soir à toi. I don't I don't fucking I don't know what that means. We'll find out I guess we'll find out in about ten seconds. All right, here we go. All right, so that was caramel. So uh, I take it that they definitely broke up in the, in the last song, or, or took a break, or took some kind of a break, and then. This, this was a very, it like the the backing instrumentals were were pretty like upbeat. It felt like, and I don't know if this was like makeup sex, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Because uh, she was like basically referring to still, like oh his voice still caught, like dries her tears and he's still there. So like it's it seems like they maybe they got back together. Or something. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure. It's it's hard to, because again, I'm sure we're losing something in the translation of it. It's possible. So, <clears throat> um, it's like, oh, you know, to my heart opens to your voice as the flowers open to the kisses of dawn. So it's I actually like, okay. I so I, I'm not really one for romance and shit. Yeah. Um, but I I like that <clears throat> string of words together. Yeah. Uh, as flowers open to the kisses of dawn, meaning that, uh, well, yeah, flowers open when the sun rises. Right, yeah. But also, I just imagine two people spooning with one this another. This is the morning and, after their makeup fucking yeah, sex, yeah, you know? Yeah, like, it's just kind of, you know, it's a nice, like, warm yeah. feeling. But the, the song definitely has, like, a bittersweet nature yeah. to it. Um, and uh, you, you have more to add, right? No, no, that was, well, I, I was going to say, uh, to piggyback off of your bittersweet, you know, comment about how it has that bittersweet feel yeah it's like it's upbeat but okay so the lyric or the the instrumentals felt very upbeat and uplifting but the way she was singing it was very it was not it was not that it was not it was not hopeful there was a sadness to it and and that's that bittersweetness that you were talking about and i mean let's be honest like that's kind of what like love or a relationship is is it's it's very bitter sweet it's got it's very sweet loving wonderful moments but then obviously like you had said earlier like oh well when you're with somebody you know you get like the hedgehog thing like you're gonna you're gonna hurt each other maybe not do permanent damage but like yeah like if you're with somebody long enough you're gonna piss each other off and things are gonna happen that are gonna go bad but yeah unfortunately when you know somebody long enough that you'll get to take jabs at them that right. get really under yes. their skin. Yeah, yeah. And that's when like the ugliness comes out cuz you know each other so well, but Yeah. the trust you're you're hopeful you're 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 hoping that that level of trust will never get to that uh where you when you guys start pointing f- fingers at each yeah. other that you will say the things you're not going to say the things that are going to piss them off for sure that you know that are going to really be like yeah. low blows essentially. Yeah, yeah, cuz that that's like that's a uh, that's shit you can't come back from. That is true. Most of the time. That is that is true. Uh, but I have to say, uh, these last two string of songs, they rank as probably my top portion of the album. Uh, I like this song. I don't know if this is actually what genre it is, but um, it has a, 
I think it's bossa nova music, like from Brazil, which mm-hmm. is like their version of jazz or whatever. Okay. And I, I think that's what she's doing here. And I, I really enjoyed that because it's, it wasn't something that I was expecting. And, uh, this song, I, I, I actually wish it was longer. Cause it, if I think my understanding of it is that it's like an interlude, it's like a transitional song. Yeah, that's kind of what it seems like. Which, which is a shame because this song had a great everything. Like yeah. I, I enjoyed everything. It was the melody, the melody, like whatever keys were being played, had like a twinkly a twinkly effect yeah or warmness to it and uh you know obviously the lyrics about you know being in some type of relation or maybe an ending relationship yeah uh you know maybe they're coming to terms with this might not work out or uh whatever and uh i i just that the the point the lyrics that you brought up about as flowers open to the kisses of dawn. Yeah. That, that was like, I, I, I don't know why I enjoyed that part so much, but I just, just I mean, the imagery in your head. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. the imagery that it, that it inspires in your own brain and just lyrically it's beautiful. Like that's, that's the only way I can really describe it. Like, yeah. it, it, and that's why it's good. Yeah. You know? And, uh, it is kind of nice to hear from the girl side yeah. to, from them being like, you often hear guys being simps. It's kind of nice for her to be the one that's pining like for simping. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. yeah. Uh, to be open enough to do that because for the, I feel like girls play shit close to the vest most of the time. Like they, yeah, don't. they do. And and realistically, it's funny how I mean this. I guess is maybe a little off topic from the songs, but like it, it, it's topical to the what we're talking about. But I, I feel like they simp just as hard as like what we would do but they just have a way better way of keeping it inside (laughs) and not fucking making it look like because uh, us as men like have no patience they just have more patience than us i think is what it is in terms of like and subtlety like subtle subtle they you know they could have some way of saying uh, it might be their way of showing affection and you just completely miss it because we're stupid, you know? Dude, yeah, listen, man. Every fucking girl that I've ever been in like a serious relationship with, it's always been like them dropping these subtly, subtle things and then me being too dumb to figure it out and then eventually they have to like say something overt and then I'm like, oh, uh, 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 okay, I see where this is going. I, I can imagine you sitting on the toilet, like you know, like twenty, tw- 20 like, years yeah. after your life. Oh shit, oh, she shit. liked, she liked me. Damn, she enjoyed. She wanted to go out. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah basically, that's kind of yeah, it's kind of how it goes down sometimes. But uh, yeah, and then all right, so back to this though. We'll we'll see where it's going because the the next song is called Once Again. So either. I'm guessing either once again, here we are back in our loving relationship or once again, same old shit. We're arguing with each other or we're about to break up again. Who yeah. knows? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, what do you think the thing is with the foods? Because she's mentioned cocoa and uh, car- now caramel. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I'm not sure. Because again, because. Cocoa, because there is like if it's it's the semi sweet in its natural state, it's not necessarily it doesn't taste like chocolate, right? No, it's it's, it's very it's bitter. From, it's from the cacao plant, right? Yeah, it's bitter in its natural state, and so it's bitter. And caramel is very sweet, yeah. so you know, cocoa was maybe the as we kind of had said the breakup song. So it, that would be interesting. It's bitter, it, yeah. Because if you're talking about like the cacao plant in its raw form, yeah. is that we immediately think superficially that cocoa 
is sweet, right? Yeah. But underneath the surface, it is actually bitter. So Correct, the songs, yeah. this that song, it makes sense be, being bittersweet. You know, the, the instrumentals being sweet and the lyrics being the the juxtaposition right. to that. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe that's. Uh, Maybe that's what's happening here with the food. Because I was trying yeah. to figure out what the fuck the food has to do. Has with to do the, with anything? But yeah. that I mean that that would make sense. That seems like that's where it's going. I, I mean, it would be interesting to ask them like or talk to them about well, what fuck what did what was the point of calling it that? Is that what you meant? Because we may be reading into it too far, and they were like, oh no, we just thought the word cocoa was cool, like or caramel. You know, I don't know. Like who knows? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean. Maybe we're reading into it too far, but I don't know. I'd be interested to find out what they really fucking were, were talking about or what they really meant. Yeah, what track are we on? Uh, this number? is, uh, wait, that was six, seven, so this is eight. All right, and cool. then so we got three nine, more tracks. Ten. Yeah, because there's 11, so we have four more tracks. We got eight, nine, ten, and 11. Excluding eight. Well, eight's yeah, yeah. the one we're on right now, yeah, once okay. again. So, right. it, yeah, so including the one we're on right now, four more. All right, All right here we go. This is once again. All right, so that was once again. Would you? Uh, what you think about this one? So I've heard this song before. It was okay. like one of the earlier singles for this album. All right. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I I think the song could be one about about one or two things, or maybe it's both. Um, since this thing has been following a theme of romance and relationships, yeah. I don't know if this song is talking about that they've. The uh, the character or the person within the song is now entering the the relationship once more, and then people are just being polite about them revisiting this relationship. They don't know if it's going to work out, or they don't. I don't even know if they like the person, but right, yeah, uh, that they're like, oh, here we go again with this person. Like it didn't work the first time. Why is it going to work a second time? I, I don't know if it's that or this song is about her career in music that her family or friends or whoever she finds close uh, that they didn't support her or um, maybe they didn't have faith in her music. And, you know, now she's kind of now she's finding herself uh, getting the benefits of her music career. So it's one of those two things. I don't know, because if it's if it's the second one it kind of fucks with everything else yeah because we're talking about relationships and now we're now it's more personal it kind of throws it it throws off the narrative i think right yeah yeah and and i kind of took this as they the character and okay so last time it was sweet they were kind of having makeup fucking sex or whatever they were doing they were they were back together it seemed like now i kind of look at that okay it because because remember her her uh the way she was like the song was upbeat but she was singing it very sadly right so i think that that was it it was over and this once again is it seems like she's back in the dating pool like it was you know that bossa nova thing you kind of said of like the one this one had that like i felt like this was at a club in like fucking brazil and you're just like she's she's in there it's like she's talking she's talking about well everybody's pretending to be perfect all the time and everybody's all about vanity, which, okay, when you go out oh, to so- go to the club, right, you're trying to attract people. It's all superficial. Everybody's pretending to be perfect. Ah. Um, and it's like talking about all the nonsense and all the nonsense mm. and assholes talking to you, trying to buy you drinks, you know, keeping yeah. up with the nonsense. And then it's like, uh, 
oh, it's like I finally get a chance to just like catch my breath and then oh, here we go. Something's off again. Like something's happening. And, you know, it's all fabricate reality and separating sanity. Right. So it's like you are you are fabricating this reality of who you are as a person when you're trying to date at the or you're trying to introduce yourself to somebody nice. and you separate sanity from that because that's insane to do that you it are not is, the same person is, yeah you know when you when you are first trying to attract somebody you are like totally different from who you actually fucking are yeah so i don't know that's kind of how i read into the song and maybe i'm reading into it too much but so so then the previous relationship ended, ended now she's starting back, over again once again so back into again. the dating pool yeah going out to the bar and ironically she's married club. Oh, we'll see. There you go. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of funny. Well, she's writing these songs. I mean, it like, could, well, it could be about pre. I mean, obviously we've all, well, I mean, listen, I'm married and like, I've been in my, my wife was not the first fucking relationship I've been in. So, uh, she, you know, she could be talking about other previous, you know, or like, you know, maybe, experiences, maybe they separated and then they came back later in their lives and yeah, there was maybe. a bunch of people in between. Yeah. It could have been interesting been. that she's writing about this in this album. I don't know. I did enjoy the song though. Yeah, I, think, I did too. I, I agree. I did. I, I did this, enjoy it. I'm, these last three songs have been top notch. Like, it's interesting. She's been saving these songs for the latter portion <clears throat> of the album. Uh, yeah, I, I think this one, the the little melody in the chorus, the dim 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 dim. Yeah, 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 I like that. I, I don't I like that. So <laughs> far, honestly, it. so far this one's like my favorite one. This yeah, this, this one's, one's this one's great. This yeah. one's the number one for me so yeah, far. Um, and. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, dude, that interpretation I think is probably more accurate than the two that I have. I, th- I think I, I don't know because the way you worded it and reading into some of the other lyrics, I'm, yeah, it, it it does fit the bill. It, it tracks, yeah, yeah, you know. All right, uh, okay, so now uh, who knows where the fuck this is going because the next song is is Undu Twa, which is one, one two, two three. three. Yeah. So let's see. Here we go. One two three, starting over. Yeah. All right, that was Un. Undu toi. Um notwithstanding what I think the song's about, that's my favorite song so far. Yeah, this is what without a doubt, without a my, doubt. my personal yeah. favorite. Um I also a hundred percent think this song's about cheating or an affair or something to that effect. Um I don't know where this sits in the narrative though. That's where that's where I'm like I'm lost now as to where in the terms of this storyline of this album, like how this fits into the narrative and maybe it'll be revealed after we listen to the next two songs, but, um, it's definitely for sure. It's about cheating. Like, Oh, regrets <coughs> things. We got to keep it quiet. Like, ah, uh, it's, I feel my body moving to the beat. Like, Oh, I'm just, I'm just going with it. I'm just in the moment, you know, like, and it's like, Oh, it's not my fault. Or I'm she, running. I'm dancing. It's not my fault. Like it's, okay. it's not my fault. We're doing this. Like, you know, okay. I don't know. I, I have a different interpretation. Oh, all right. Let's all right, so I think she has entered <clears throat> another relationship. Okay. And now she's like, all right, I'm falling head over here. It's like li- Immediately. Yeah, okay. and uh, she's at this junction once more. And when you start off, like we were talking about before, yeah, yeah. with uh, hiding or concealing parts of yourselves. When you yeah, start, yeah. Because it's... T- what were the lyrics? Uh, so many secrets... Yeah, so many things you got to keep quiet. So many things that means like you don't want them to know about your past. You don't want to tell them about the past. Yeah, you're trying to keep it. You're trying to keep it. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was saying. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to keep them. 
you don't want to let him know about all your past relationships and like words to please like saying that it's like oh i'm just saying things to like make you happy right like i don't i don't i want you to think this is all sunshine and rainbows we're in this we're back again in this early honeymoon honeymoon phase again it seems like potentially i think you might be right about that yeah and it's possible it is possible it could be the the, other other outcome which is maybe she is the mistress yes that's kind of where i was going and she's like fuck it i'm i've already tried everything else why not why can't i indulge myself in this particular moment yeah exactly which would be cool because then you know we've had this impression about this sweet innocent girl Uh and then she's like fuck i don't give a fuck yeah Yeah. let's go i'm going in on a on a uh, an affair or whatever yeah yeah so it could be one of those two things i I'm, i'm more inclined to believe that it's maybe her entering another relationship and trying to keep things stable and and all rosy and yeah all that shit so and it very well could be um and then oh good uh and also i was gonna say the inf- the inspiration of giorgio Moroder and uh daft punk felt heavily evident in this song I don't know if there's anything else to that because that that should already paint a picture for you at least with Daft Punk itself because even Daft Punk credits Giorgio Moroder for their their music as well mm. so this that's kind of like the father of fucking everything but, yeah yeah I got you uh, yeah this song is definitely this is I think this one has the most commercial potential oh, yeah I think this could be on colognes or fucking fashion shows oh, yeah definitely yeah so. Yeah, this could be the theme song for a fucking fashion French fashion brand or some shit like a fucking clothing like a black line. Black and white, like a like a Louis. Oh yeah, well, actually that's French or oh, yeah. I think that's Italian or whatever. But maybe Chanel. Yeah, yeah. You know, like a black and white fucking like a commercial. Film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, commercial. That'd yeah. be legit. All right, so all right, so the next one's called Every Morning. So let's see where this goes. Every morning, here we go. All right, that one was Every Morning. So, what'd you get from that one? All right, I'm starting to think we were wrong about our previous uh, <laughs> theories because yeah. now it seems like she's kept in contact with that person that we've been hearing about cons- consistently throughout the song or the album. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, now they're rekindling their relationship again or. Would you take away? all right? Let me let me spin it this way. All right. Let me let me try to spin it so that my previous thing about the the affair makes makes sense. Right? I I think I know where you're gonna go with this because this was. <laughs> I think I think I might be taking away the other part, like the other part of my brain that. Uh, yeah. W- whatever you're gonna say. Well, yeah. yeah. So I mean, she's talking about like oh how much she misses him and she's counting down the days till she gets to so the moment she gets to see him right well obviously if he moved on and he, it's the same guy all right the original guy he moved on he got into a relationship and then somehow they got back together but he's still in this other relationship where he's married maybe i don't know she's the affair she's the other woman essentially and so now with this song it's like she's constantly thinking about him like oh getting back to you know to him and like oh i can't wait until i get to see you when you get to escape the other thing and we can go back to being together and then because she does say in the french part um uh what does it say it says in the french part like oh you and i we loved each other don't you still remember like so that's like, you know, now she's trying to get him to come back and be like, just just get rid of this bitch and just come back with me. All right. Now, again, maybe I'm reading into it too weird or maybe I'm just trying to fucking read it in a way in which it makes my other theory correct. 
but who knows? It's hard to tell. It's, it's I mean, very hard to tell. It, it could be. It could be multiple fucking things. It could be that she's in the relationship <clears throat> she's in is not satisfying her, and she's having second thoughts about this dude, and yeah. now she's starting or, to text this. Or maybe dude. they're both in another relationship, and they're still seeing each other. On or they're the friends. They're friends, and and sure, maybe they're and they've been distant for, for yeah. some time, and it's like oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe they're what's, gonna what's, fucking what's what's, what's cracking? Yeah, what's up? And, and and I don't know. The next song is called Vanilla. So I that that goes to like that literal term vanilla is like the opposite of having affairs. And like a vanilla is just super plain, bland, fucking no excitement. <laughs> you know. Now it makes me wonder if the relationship that she's if she is in a, a new relationship with somebody else that and, it's not. It's it's boring. It's vanilla. Yeah. And maybe I don't know. I guess we'll, we'll see. have to we'll see, see what it is. Did yeah. you have any other thoughts on this one? Um No. Alright. Yeah, neither did I. Alright, so this one's the final track. Vanilla. Alright, that was the final song, Vanilla. And uh I, I don't know, man. I maybe maybe I am maybe I am way reading into this, but <laughs> I feel like we got swerved. I feel like she's gay. I feel like that's what the end of this is. Like, I feel like she, she, she said, you know what? To hell with men. I'm just going to go with this woman. Like, fuck it. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Or maybe, she, I don't know. Or maybe this is like she's going with a woman to attract. Because vanilla in the term of like vanilla lesbianism or something like that. Or being a vanilla <laughs> lesbian is like, oh, you go with, it's like a slang term, but it's like, oh, you go, you make out with some other girl, but then you end up going out with a, it's like to attract other men. Like you do, you do it to attract other men. Cause I feel like when she's saying like, oh, my greatest desires who fly away, my heart's freezing. Like it's cold, but then, oh, hidden in the night, a gesture. She sees me. I wait, I smile. Oh, she's right there. My heart's beating. I'm afraid it shows. I'm thinking of running away. Like she's running away from the man, but then she sees his eyes shining, and then she's like, oh, "I don't know, <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm reading into it, but I feel like that's I feel like this is, that's that's what happened. I feel like she's running off of the woman in the end." Sorry, I'm, I'm trying. Uh, I was I was looking over the lyrics because it's hard to say. I feel like they got back together. That 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 now that could also be. And it's it's done in a way that it's like they're cutting to his perspective. Yeah, because she's saying I think somewhere in the lyrics it says, um, "A jester, she sees me. I wait. I smile. She's right there. I feel my heart beating. I'm afraid it shows. I'm thinking of run, running away. So this guy it's that him. we've been hearing about, yeah, yeah. we finally get to hear his perspective at right, the very maybe. end. And it's it's like the uh, that's like the maybe the dynamic in the song is that. It's from her perspective, and then it's from the guy's perspective, and it's alternating. Yeah, that could that could also be too. I don't know. I just I just thought that was funny. I was like, oh man, what if it's what if it turns out she swerved us all along, and she's like, ah, I'm just fucking going with women now. Fuck this. Like, I'm tired of this. Uh, but then it is. It does say like at the end, like right. It's like, oh, my heart is frozen. So it's just like at the end. Of- all right. I don't know what the fuck happened. For some reason, this like pause. It's in the middle of like me talking, and then we went on for like another probably ten minutes about it. But basically. Uh, we were giving it a general, you know, overall range of scores. Uh, uh, go ahead. I, I just wanted to preface that. Uh, so I think part of what we were saying got cut off. Yeah. So we were talking about the previous, the previous song, the the very last song of the album. Yeah. So uh, maybe we should try to, you know, go over. 
Well, no, that my heart was frozen was the last part of the last song, and then we went into we. I didn't pause it again. We went into just like, oh, what would we give it as a general score? Oh, so did it capture everything up until the the like the review that we gave? Yeah, it captured. Yeah, it, it basically got. It seems like mostly everything of the previous so, uh, song, that last song, mm. up until we started talking about. Because that frozen part, like was that, that was at the end of the last. That was the last song. That that was like me talking about the end of that last song with I, that frozen part. Yeah, yeah, I got that. But and then was that the last thing you said? That was the, as far as like what we were interpreting for the lyrics. Yeah, I think that was the last thing that was said. And then oh. for some reason, it just it paused oh. right there again. So I don't know why it did that, but right. whatever. But so we it didn't capture anything we said about the overall ratings. Okay. So um, you had given it overall. Like a what? Would you say seven and a half to eight? I, yeah, somewhere between a seven and a half and an eight. Uh, the reason being that um, a lot of the songs felt not a lot. the The middle portion of the album felt mid, and then the earlier, the first three songs, I thought great introduction for like the for the album itself. Middle portion, eh. And then when you get to um, uh, once again, Undantua, and the two songs before. Uh, once again, I thought were probably the highlight of the album itself. And then once you get to Vanilla, that's where they didn't end strong. So yeah. uh, I think the production of the album is fucking great. Like everything sounds fucking sweet. The melodies are great. There's all, uh, you know, uh, the bass lines on all the songs. I, I imagine that Trent and or rather Kind of Lou did all of them. Uh, and they're all funky or catchy yeah. and to me, it was a real highlight of the album. Uh, also, Munya's vocals. There's something about French, uh, the French language, that it just feels so uh, sensual and, and warm. And for for this song, or rather for this album to be on the romantic or relationship side, uh, I think it's very fitting that it it was done both in English and French and. It just hits better in French. Like, I will yeah. say that I, you know, if she did an entire album in French, like, I wouldn't be opposed to that because it just, to me, it, it, it feels, uh, it hits a little bit harder. Yeah, yeah. Um, the lyrical content, uh, the narrative of just being an, on an on and off relationship and maybe really capitulating with getting into a relationship once more with somebody that you've, you know, had in your life for many years and maybe you eventually get married. I think it's kind of not, it's not simplistic, but it's, it's just one of those tried and true routes of going through an album that you, yeah. you make, and you make an album about relationships and romance. So it's nothing new there, nothing surprising. Um, uh, I, I gave it an eight because Undon Toi is probably the song that is the real highlight for me. It's a 10. Yeah. I think it's a real rarity. Uh, you know, not every artist has the opportunity to make a, a fucking home run song. True. And I do believe that Undon Toi is like her best song that she's made in, 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 in her entire discography. So, um, that's, for me, what makes it an eight is because they, she made a 10. Some of the songs were mid. Some of the songs were above average. <laughs> um, and the one that hit, it hit, it hit, it hit, hit, hit it all the way. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I was pretty much the same. I, I had said basically between a seven and an eight, cut it in half and just do a 7.5. Uh, typically, as I had said, this was not the type of music that I listened to. So looking at it through <laughs> that, you know, lens of this isn't the typical shit that I listen to. 
that's pretty good in terms of score. Uh, I did agree with you that, yes, some of the songs were just kind of meh. They weren't that great. The rest of them were above average, and then the one fucking like undo toi was like that's the that's the hit. That's what gets that's a ten that gets you to that high level of a score. Yeah, and then um, basically, yeah, that was pretty much it, I guess. Yeah, and if, if I had to be really descriptive, um, I really enjoyed Coco, and uh, what's the song just under Coco? Caramel, caramel, Car- caramel. Um, and then once again, that those four strings. That yeah. string of songs together, like they went really well together. The first three songs of the album were great opening tracks. Um, nothing crazy, but Hello High was cool, like a cool introduction. Yeah. Um, I can't see the other two. Oh, it was Hello High and then, uh, oh yeah, Nui, Nui Blanche uh-huh. and then Nelly and then the Bizarre Love Triangle. Yeah, those three songs were above average, and then once it gets to, like, Bizarre Love Triangle and uh, leading into the others, I was like, eh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty much how I felt. And, you know, I do think that that song, the uh, Undu Toi, that one is fucking going to be, that's the hit right there. Like That's the commercial hit. That's the one that could potentially be used for Chanel or fashion shows. It's it's, it's so good. That's the one that's, you know, got the... uh, I mean, if you were to take anything away from, uh, like, Daft Punk or Georgia Marauder, that one felt like the most obvious influence, that it, it, it took the most influences from those guys. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'd, I'd say somewhere between 7.5 and an 8 for this album. Uh, I think it's probably Munya's best work to date. Uh, and that's all I got. Yeah, all right, for sure. That's pretty much all I got. So, uh, anyways, man, I, again, shocked that out of a 35-fucking-minute album we ended up getting over an hour of of talking about it so that's again fucking great so yeah oh oh so i don't know if i already said this but um just to quickly mention the other points that i give for Munya for this album is that she dabbled in things that i wasn't really suspecting uh the song i can't remember specifically which one it was but it was the one i i thought had like a like it might have taken inspira- inspiration from Ginger Root oh, or yeah, had a yeah. Ginger Root feel. That was completely blindsided by that. Very cool to see her do that type of song. Um, it. I don't know why I said it had like a Motown feel, but it kind of does. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's the appropriate words, but that's my best. My my uh, my best uh, interpretation yeah. of it. Uh, and then for. <clears throat> The track that had the Bossa Nova feel, I don't remember which one that was. Was it Caramel? Uh, I think it was Caramel. Yeah. Um, I have to say that was a, a very cool song to see her do that. So uh, that's why I gave it additional points because it feels like we're seeing different shades of Munya in this album as opposed to s- some of the things that she's done in the past. Uh, so that's that's all I have. Props, props to that. Props for that for trying new shit, right? So like that bizarre love triangle um, cover, not feeling it, <laughs> or rather well, the first thirty seconds. Yeah. It was the first thirty seconds that felt the most jarring. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It, yeah, in the way of of the way the album went, that was the one thing that I, I, the one criticism that I do have is like, yeah, that that song felt out of place with mm. the way that the thing was, the way the flow was kind of going. Mm. And who knows? I don't know. Who knows where? And maybe that could have been because it's a cover. Because um, I, like I said, I've never heard the original song, so maybe I need to go listen to the original song, and maybe I won't like it as much uh, after. But that, I, I thought initially upon first. Hearing it that it was pretty good so yeah. um but like i said that i think uh 
that string of yeah, Carmel once again and Undu Tua, that was for sure the strongest fucking string oh, of the album. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, so I mean I'm you know, I, I will definitely when when Munya comes out with her uh, next album, we'll fucking probably have to do this again. Yeah. Uh and just see what's up. So anyways, uh that was that and thanks for listening. If you want to follow us, Adam's uh on Instagram at all gas no trash official. If you want to hear him talk shit about people and also talk about people that he likes too. So, you know, he's not always negative. Uh, but it's funny when he is. And then uh, if you want to follow us generally, Game Rage Magazine, at Game Rage Magazine on Twitter, or I'm sorry, uh, Instagram and TikTok, and then Twitter or X is Game Rage Mag. And you can go to the website, GameRageMagazine.com. Also, if you are in a country that is not in America, we appreciate you listening. And uh, fucking if you want to, if you legitimately want us to listen to shit that is from your country that you think is fucking hot, hot on the streets right now or or some shit you just like that's exclusive to your country send me a fucking dm send adam a dm yeah, fucking yeah say hey on instagram yeah say hey i listen to your guys's show and fucking you know i want you to listen to this song on it and we'll fucking absolutely do it we have no problem doing that so uh anyways thanks again for listening and we will catch you on the next one That was the Game Rage Music Show. Thanks for listening.